chill, an uneasy feeling that you're not alone. Don't worry, it's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Welcome to It's Just a Ghost. I am your host, Mary Jensen. It's time to sit back and relax and enjoy some true listener paranormal experiences. We are here with Laurie today. And she has a lot of spooky ghost stories to tell us, that, true ones that have happened to her. And so, Lori, you said you've lived in a few different haunted houses in your life. Is that correct? I grew up in a, in a house that was haunted, yeah. Okay, so it's North Brookfield, Massachusetts, and that's the town that I grew up in. And I grew up in a haunted house in that town, too. So, wow, yeah. Well, I'm hearing that there were quite a few haunted houses in North Brookfield. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, and I hope some other people come forward, too, and, and tell their stories. Yeah, so, right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. And uh, so it's kind of like part of life for you, then, if you you've grew up in a haunted house and you live in a haunted house now. So I mean, the haunted house that I grew up in wasn't nearly as scary as the house I'm living in now. Oh, so you're upgrading. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, call it that, definitely. You want to start the with house the house that I grew up in, in North Brookfield was an old shoemaker's house. And years ago, they used to um, show the dead in what was called a parlor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there were many people that, you know, had their funerals in that house. And I know too, the, the shoemaker. And his wife passed away in that house. And one of the things, it's actually a fond memory for me, but every Thanksgiving, you could smell a complete Thanksgiving dinner being cooked in the apartment that they lived in, and nobody was cooking throughout that house. Wow. But you could smell it. It was pungent, like wow. so strong. That's crazy. Yeah, because I know smells and scents and stuff are really huge in the paranormal. For some reason, it's easy for them to, you know, like smells of perfume or, like you said, the Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. For some reason, it's easy for them to come through that way. I'm not sure why, but... Right. Um, I can remember when we were young, we, we slept up on the third floor. And there was my mom, my dad, myself, and my sister. And at a certain time, I think it was around midnight, you could hear the radio come on and play Things Go Better with Coca-Cola. And that it would just keep repeating that same phrase, which is ironic because my uncle, who grew up in that house, invented the bottle cap and sold out to Coca-Cola. Wow. Yeah. Now, does he live in that house now? Oh, no. Nobody lives in that house. We we kept it for four <laughs> generations, and then I sold out. Well, that is really interesting. Because, you yeah. know, like, I'm always trying to figure out how, you know, where it's coming from. And so who, do you have any idea where maybe that why that would be playing? Or if it's just maybe because he invented that there? And- I think. Yeah, to me, it was just acknowledgement 
that they were just saying, hey, we're here. We know what went on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my dad's brother. After a while, you, you just kind of got used to it. I mean, I can remember laying in bed at night and hearing somebody come up the stairs. And it was like every other night, like somebody was coming up the stairs to go to bed. And, and of course, there was, you know, no apparitions, no nothing. And then one night, I remember laying in bed. I had a drum set and it was at the bottom foot of my bed. And uh, my bass drum started playing. And I remember my mom telling me to stop. And I'm like, it's not me. <sighs> yeah. My mom and dad ended up selling the house to me and at the time, my husband. And it wasn't long after that, my husband and I ended up in a divorce. And I stayed, I got to keep the house. So I lived in a three-story house by myself with my two kids. And at that point, I felt the hope embrace me mm-hmm. and protect me. And I could literally feel it. Yeah, so you had you know, good you had good feelings and good spirits there. Yeah, yeah. And and when I met my second husband, there was one night when we were <clears throat> laying in bed and we could hear his drum playing, his bass drum playing down on the first floor. And we didn't know what it was. It kind of scared us a little bit. And then the next day, my dryer started on fire, which right before it started on fire, sounded like a bass drum. Wow. So I think they were trying to warn me. Yeah. Wow. So you're lucky, though, because you had some good spirits that sound like they were trying to protect you and they were comforting. So you didn't have anything bad in that house? Um, no, nothing bad ever happened. They were, they would play games. Like, they get me in trouble all the time. One of their favorites was they would draw pictures from the, drop them onto the floor. Pictures. Um, one was a ship and one was an antique mirror. And, you know, I got in trouble because my mom thought I cut it with a pair of scissors and I didn't even touch it. You know, and they take like knickknacks and throw them <laughs> on the floor, and you know, just a whole bunch of things like that they do. I wonder if that was kids. Is that what you said? You think it might have been kids doing that? I don't know. I never felt the presence of children. I yeah. more felt the presence of older people. Yeah, it just sounds like something that kids maybe would do, but you never know. I mean, maybe yeah. there was, yeah. like, like you said, there was a lot of like wakes held in the parlor there. And I had never yeah, thought of that about the house I grew up in. Maybe that's the same deal, you know, because it was a really old house. Well, that's what they did years ago. There wasn't funeral mm-hmm. You held your funeral in your parlor. Wow. And that's where the word parlor came from. Yeah, I bet you that's the same thing then. Yeah, I and just... I still have one of the pictures that they would always hang up during a funeral. You know, they put all these, like, Catholic icon pictures mm-hmm. around in, in the parlor, and they'd hold their wake, and then after that, they'd take them down and put them away for the next one. And I, I actually have one of those. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if something was, like, attached to that. So you have that now? Um, yeah, I still have it, but, I mean, I'm not, I don't get any bad vibrations from it at all. I get good vibrations. Yeah. And I did try to donate it to the Catholic Church, but they said that they don't take things like that anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if it was good spirits, you know, they can 
maybe still attached because I know a lot of times you know people that buy antiques too and oh. they bring them into yeah. their home that was never haunted before and all of a sudden they have things happening so um you know anything old like that or because you said like you've lived in several houses that were haunted right well I think that's what's going on here you know I have a lot of antiques in my house mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's a few here that are attached to it. I mean, I, I see people walk by all the time. And it's never, like, I never see them full on. It's always out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this, this place has lots of stories, too. What else has happened to you, like, you know, tell anything, like, from your other homes? Or if you want to just okay. go right now to yeah, the one I had another, another home in um, Apple. And unfortunately, a little girl, age 11, had passed away from some type of, uh, I think it was like pneumonia that she had. Well, she passed away in the house. And she would always go up into my daughter's room. And my daughter was, you know, 10, 11, and she had all these wonderful girl toys. And my daughter would, you know, set up her room and play, and then she'd go to bed, go to school, and come home and say to me, why did you go in my room and mess up my stuff? And it wasn't you. (laughs) And it wasn't me. And every day at 3 o'clock, the day that I was home at 3 o'clock, I could hear somebody run into the house, slam the door, run through the kitchen, down the hall, and up the stairs. And, of course, I thought it was my daughter, so I yelled for her. And she wouldn't answer me, and I'd go up in a room, and there was nobody there. Wow. So yep. did, did your daughter ever, like, see her or hear things herself? Um, yes, she did. She saw her a few times. But, again, it wasn't, like, full-on vision. It was, like, movement out of the side, yeah. you know, on the side. Yeah, that's what a lot of people get, too. And, you know, that's funny, right? You see it out of the corner of your eye. You know you've seen something, and when you look, it's just not there. You know, and I've been having stuff like that happen here. And I've lived here about almost five years. And um, nothing really happened here until I started doing this podcast. And now I get all kinds of cool things. And I love it because, like I said, I grew up in a haunted house. And I've had, you know, other experiences here and there. And I kind of really missed it. So I'm like, oh, I have ghosts now. I have spirits again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that you say that because I need to, to say that on the nights that I sit and watch ghost adventures on TV, there's always movement in this house all night. And I don't understand why, but I'll be <laughs> watching it. And I'll turn to my husband, my daughter, and I'll say, hey, you know, expect the unexpected tonight. And for when they sleep, a ball wouldn't wake them up, but, <laughs> you know. Um, one of the interesting things in this house, I think I mentioned it to you, was a puckwudgie. Yeah, and I looked that up because I wasn't sure what it was. So what is your yeah. description of, how is it, puckwudgie? <laughs> puckwudgie. They supposedly originate from Cape Cod. I guess okay. there's a lot of them down there. Ooh. Um, they're they're um, short. They have a long tail. They have long fingernails. They have long ears. They're kind of trolley-ish looking. And supposedly their goal is to kill you. 
Yeah, I was reading that. They don't sound like they're very nice at all. No, and I had one in my house for years, and it never really came about until my daughter and her two boys moved into a room upstairs, and this thing would shake the baby's crib at night mm. unbelievably. And my daughter was so scared she couldn't get up and, and even do anything because she was so scared. And, you know, we just kind of brushed it off. I think we didn't want to deal with it at the time. Yeah. But then there were times when my grandson was sleeping up there and he'd be screaming and I'd go running up and I'm like, you know, what's the matter? He's like, there's a scary looking monkey sitting on the rail laughing at me. You know, so at that point, I decided that I'd do some investigating. And that's when we came up with that. And I mean, it was always... When you walked into that room, you could feel that there was something there, and it wasn't very nice. Mm-hmm. You know, you could feel bad energy. And then um, one night, I was, I had had it. So I put my bed up there, and I was laying in bed, and I was just on the verge of falling asleep, and I felt my arm move, which I had no control over. And at the time, I had long fingernails. And my index finger crammed up my nose so hard. I thought it was going to die. And I mean, blood went everywhere. Oh, my God, that's so scary. I was scared. I was shaking. I came downstairs. I cleaned up. And I marched myself back up there. And I said, this is my house. This is my room. And, of course, I laid there. Definitely probably knew that. Yeah. But. Then after that, there wasn't really too much going on. And then one day I was up there and I was cleaning, and I had a suitcase that went to a camera. And something just compelled me to say, hey, you know what? If you're real, show me. Show yourself. Oh, you're and so I brave. And I, I listened, <laughs> and nothing happened. And then I went to turn around to pick up this black suitcase, and there was this handprint. And I took a picture of it. I've got that picture. Oh, wow. That's but it's awesome. A, it's a big man with long fingernails. Oh, wow. I would like to see that Um, because I have a website that coincides with the podcast. So if you want, if there's any way you can, like, even take a picture of it. Okay. I I would have to really dig for that. Oh, okay. I think it might be my picture box. But, you know, it's funny. I've been thinking about that lately, too. So that just might, you know, might be time for me to go looking for it. Yeah. At that point, I had the um, North Carbon Paranormal. People come in, mm-hmm. and, you know, they spend a couple hours here at night. I think it was from, like, 11 to 2.30 in the morning, and they did get some readings. And I told you at one point, they came into the living room, and they said, can you please give us your name? And the name Maureen came out plain as day, and that is my girlfriend who passed away. Wow. And it's her voice. You can definitely tell it's her voice. Wow, that's amazing, huh? So yep. she, yep. so yep. she's been in your house. Do you think she's still there? Well, I'm going to tell you, she had a crush on my husband, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I don't. I don't think she's she's around anymore. But um, there were also several nights in my bedroom where, yeah, things would appear in front of me. At one point, um. There was a gentleman that stood in front of me, and he had a long arm, and he was just pointing at me and staring. 
And of course, you know, at that point, I'm one of these, I'll throw the blankets over because that's like my first impulse. And then I put it back and he'll still be there, but then he disappeared. Mm-hmm. I had a Roman soldier in full gear with a big, what do they call them? Not a harpoon, but one of those big swords yeah. pointed right at me. Mm-hmm. And again, I threw the blankets over, took the blankets off, looked at them, and he just disappeared. Now, the, when they did the investigation, you said they gave you a CD of, like, the um, EVPs? Yes. And do you have any, like, do they have any um, video or anything that where something shows up? Um, I I don't think they have any video. I think it was just voices Yeah, they were hearing. They heard her voice. They heard a man's voice um, in the apartment that is attached to our house. Mm-hmm. But they were also very, very intrigued with what was going on outside. They kept telling me there's something around your house outside, you know, and they kept looking at the deepest part of the woods on my property. Mm-hmm. And they were very unsettled with what they were feeling. And I told them, I said, every September, what you feel outside, what I feel when I stand outside is a nice, warm breeze. And I feel people passing through me. And they're Indians that pass through me. Okay. And I've been feeling that. Yeah. And I've been feeling that for years. Well, I did the research and come to find out this was like the battleground down here. Well, that makes you know, sense were, then. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Indians have passed down here. So that kind of tells me. But, I mean, it, it's a beautiful. It, I'll tell you, it, it's such a beautiful feeling. Yeah, so they're not you know, there I, to harm you either. My 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 yeah, my older daughter who's very perceptive to this, she um she can feel it. She can feel the Indians too? She can feel it. Yep, it's like a it's like a breeze you've never felt before. You can feel them lovingly pass through you. Oh wow. I mean it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Yeah. And I wonder if it, that's where the, the man came from too. That you said you saw in your living room? Or maybe that was in your bedroom pointing at you? That was in the bedroom. Um, Did you say he was dressed in... He was all dressed in black. That's what what was weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. He almost reminded me of the doctor they depict in the the Doctor of Death that wore that mask in times when they had, um, oh, what was that disease? Remember, he, he'd wear like this mask. It almost looked like a phone face. It was all black. It was a pandemic. Uh, I can't think of it. I don't know. Yeah. I think not smallpox, right? Yeah. Was it smallpox? Or? I don't know. I don't know. But they had hospitals for these people. They put them all in hospital and they just all died. But the doctor would always come and he had a mask on because he didn't want to be seen and plus he was protecting himself. Mm hmm. Well, you know, so how yeah, old, how that's old what he looked like? Yeah. Oh, no. How old is the house that you live in now? Do you know? My husband, my husband built it. Oh, so it's so not it's that old. Not it's probably old. about, um, I don't know, about 30 years old, 35 years old. It's not old. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, everybody that's lived in there then. So it's nothing that somebody died in the house. So we know no, that. No. 
But like you, you said, know, you, you again, it's the ground that we're built on, probably. Yeah, the grounds and you, you know, the antiques and stuff too that you said. And I was just going to say, my house is full of antiques, and every time I bring one in, my family's like, "Oh, here we go again." <laughs> I bet you that's where the puckwudgie came from. Um, do you think? I from the don't antique? know. We we do visit Cape Cod quite a bit, and I'm well known for spirits to attach themselves to me. Yeah, because you're very and you're I, very perceptive, so you know. But they do attach themselves to children too. Yeah, I did have three mediums come in and do a blessing. They stayed, you know, up in that room and they prayed and they hopefully swept him out and it never returned. And I'm hoping it stays away. Yeah, and how long ago did was that that you had the mediums come in? Um, probably about. Six years ago. Okay, that's good. And so far, so good. Yeah. Now, hopefully, you talking yeah. about this doesn't bring anything up. <laughs> but do you now? Do you have sage at your house in case you need it? Do I have what? I'm sorry. Sage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've got all that. Yeah. Me too. Now I never owned it until yeah. I started this podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't feel like I have to use it right away. Because, like I said, I'm one of these where I know people will try to talk to me and show me things, especially show me things. So I'm forever, you know, going, what? What, what is it you want? What are you trying to show me? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'm, I tell my kids that they talk to me. I can't distinguish it between a male and a female. It's neither, but it's a voice. So you're, you're somewhat of a medium then. You're kind of a psychic too then, right? Or a medium. Oh, or... I am. My daughter, my two daughters are, my mom is. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and it, it's just, it's interesting. And I mean, it's not all the time. But all of a sudden, I'll hear a voice. And again, you know, people's like, oh, well, that's your gut instinct. I'm like, oh, well, no, my gut don't talk that much. <laughs> now, when this happens, do you like hear it whisper to you, or is it just something you kind of know? You know, I like, don't know. No, yeah. it's something I don't know. And they'll tell me. Now I listen. Yeah. And I react, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You actually hear them talk to you, or or I mean, is it like just coming? You know what I mean? Like, do you just feel it it's in your head what they're it's, saying? It's like they talk to me. They talk to me in my whole body. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. And like I said, I can't, I can't distinguish. It's not a man. It's not a woman. It's a voice. Mm -hmm. It has no gender. But it'll tell me things. And and now, you know, I'm at a point where I actually talk back. I'll I'll definitely thank them. You know, thank you for letting me know what's going on or... You know, I'll have like a short conversation and say, hey, yeah, that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But for, mo- for the most part, 99.9% of the time, you're right on cue. So do they ever try to like have you pass a message on to somebody, a loved one or anything like that? Um, They don't have you pass, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I can, be, I can be around somebody and I'll feel them. But for the most part, I... You know, I don't feel like there's a message coming through. I just feel like they're there. Most of the time, I won't say nothing unless 
I know it's somebody who believes in me and I can say, hey, guess what? I feel, you know, your grandmother or your mother or something is right here with you. Wow. Yeah. Now, you, does, does that just happen in your house or can you like be walking around a grocery no, store? Oh, no, it happens. Only if I have a conversation with somebody. Like if I'm out in public mm-hmm. and I'm talking to somebody that I don't know, once in a while I'll feel that. But most of the time it's people that I know. Okay. Wow. That's, that's really interesting. Cause I've always, you know, had questions that, you know, I've always wanted to interview a medium, you know, to try to understand like how you communicate. Like you just said, you kind of yeah. feel it in your body. I didn't know if you actually heard somebody whispering to you that no one else could hear. So that's really interesting. Well, yeah. Obviously nobody hears what I'm hearing. Right. You know, because it's not an out loud voice, it's an inner voice. How long has that been going on for? Have you had that gift, I guess you call it well, a gift, your whole life? or No, no, no. Um, I'd say like the last maybe 10 years, and as each year as I get older, it gets more intense, it gets more stronger. My co-ghost, Perry, is very perceptive, just like you are, and he's had many, many spirits in his house, and he calls his house a portal because he doesn't think they're like the same yes. spirits. Yes. Yeah, I have a mirror. I have a mirror in my bedroom, and I did not know that you should never have that mirror facing your bed or facing you, because <sighs> that's where they were coming through, and finally... Um, an investigator said to me, hey, you need to move that mirror. So I took the mirror and I moved it to the side where it's only looking at like a railing. Mm-hmm. And ever since that, nothing's come through. Yeah, so, yeah, mirrors are portals, mm-hmm. I guess. And, um, yeah, yeah, well, Perry said they cover all their mirrors at night because they're too freaked out to, like, leave them. And the, the, where I live, when I moved in here, I almost didn't move in here and not because of that reason. Cause I wasn't, um, yeah. I wasn't as much into it then as I am now. And I didn't really know about the mirror thing until I started this podcast, but just because it's weird to have mirrors everywhere, but this house, um, in the living room and they're like built into the wall and there's like three yeah. full length mirrors in the living room on the wall. Like there's one, and then this part of wall, you know, and then another one, then another part of wall, and then another one. And then in the kitchen, a cabinet with like a counter against the wall. Yeah. And that's all mirrors. And then get this. Now I'm scared because <laughs> in my bedroom, there are two really big closets and they have sliding doors that are all mirrors. And my bed is right there. Oh, so I'll be thinking about that yeah. tonight. Now when I go to bed, I'm not going to face that's actually, it. That's actually inviting everybody. I know. You know? Now I know. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the good, the bad. Oh, boy. I might be calling you in the middle of the night. Lord, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? They're coming out of my mirror. <laughs> I'm going to go in there after and tape a blanket. My, my roommate will come back from my walk, and she'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, she doesn't have any mirrors like that in her room. Maybe we'll see if she wants to trade rooms and not tell her why. <laughs> Let her get there off. There you go. There you go. Don't give them a reason. Just do it. Yeah, you're right. I should. I shouldn't wait till something happens. So this episode is about a half an hour long, and I know you have a lot more stories. So maybe we could do another episode sometime. 
if you want. Okay. With the rest um, of the story. In the meantime, I will look for that picture. Okay, that'd be great. And, yeah, I'm also in the process of trying to find that CD that they made for me with my friend's voice because she has a twin sister. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her twin sister about it, and she's like, I really want to hear her voice. So I'm trying to find that, too. I mean, I have a huge house, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that would be up to you too if you want to include any EVPs on the next one we do. You know. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. Thank you, and have a great night. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hello there. I just have a little add-on that I'm putting on to all of the old episodes. We have a new website address. It is. It's just a ghostpodcast.com. And we also have a new email address, and that is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. So if you heard a different email or website address in this episode, please ignore that and use the new one. Again, the email is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. And the website is it's just a ghostpodcast.com. Thank you so much. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to It's Just a Ghost Podcast at Yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number 2. And also on Instagram at It's Just a Ghost Podcast. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.